lines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8 a.m. Two more teams punched their ticket to the big dance in college basketball last night. Appalachian State will be making their first tournament appearance since 2000 with their 80-73 win over Georgia State. Micah Almonese nailed six three-pointers in his team-leading 32-point effort for the Mountaineers. The second team headed to the tournament is UNC Greensboro. The Big South champions marched to a 69-61 win over Mercer, had some help from Isaiah Miller, who put up 25 points and pulled down 12 rebounds. Lots of action in the NFL yesterday. Dak Prescott has agreed to a four-year deal worth $160 million with $126 million guaranteed. Prescott signed the largest signing bonus in NFL history, receiving $66 million. The first three years of his deal are worth $42 million a year. The Tennessee Titans are sending their 2020 first-round pick packing after a tumultuous short career with the team. Isaiah Wilson, along with the 2022 seventh-round pick, will be shipped to Miami in exchange for a 2021 seventh-round pick. The right tackle out of Georgia played only four snaps on a Titans uniform and ended with him being on, put on the non-football injury list. The Washington football team has pr- placed the franchise tag on Brandon Sheriff again. For the second time in as many seasons, Sheriff will make north of $18 million this season, up 20% from the $15 million he collected this past season. Seventh-year offensive lineman out of Iowa has been named to two, four Pro Bowls in his career, including the last two. Despite the slow start on Saturday afternoon, JMU remains atop the Stats FCS Top 25 poll. They received 31 of possible 40 first-place votes. Other schools receiving votes include VMI and Richmond. Les Miles' tenure at Kansas has come to an end three days after he was placed on administrative leave amid accusations of inappropriate behavior towards female staffers during his days in the bayou at LSU. Mike DeBoard, who was hired last month as Kansas offensive coordinator, will serve as the program's acting head coach until an interim head coach is determined. In two seasons in Lawrence, Miles went 3-18, and 18, including 0-9 this past season. Let's get a quick check of your East Bend Richmond weather forecast. Mostly sunny and very mild today with highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Lennox home comforter system, call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. It's 802. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. Need to add a few employees? Take the fast lane to hiring with Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. 10.9 10.9 seconds left. 10, 9, across the line comes Roberts. 7 seconds left. Left wing 3, up, doesn't go. Rebound fought for. 4 seconds left. Ahead it goes to Donovan Gregory. 80-73, to 73, the Mountaineers top Georgia State. And for the first time in two decades, the App State Mountaineers are going dancing. Celebrated App State Nation. It's happened. That is what March Madness is all about, and it is such a welcome sound. So nice to hear it once again. It really doesn't matter what the team is or what the conference is. The fact that it is uninterrupted, knock on wood, and we're playing is really the big news. Unless you live in Boone, North Carolina, or Greensboro, North Carolina, then you most certainly care who the team is, and what conference it's coming from. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Auto. It's a Sun Splash Tuesday morning. going to be a great day. Uh, Bob Black with you here. James Flowers producing this morning. Thank you for tuning in. 99.5, 102.7 FM, 950 AM ESPN. That from the App State Radio Network, Appalachian State. Yeah, first time in two decades, the Mountaineers, which had become a football school, right, with their move from FCS to FBS and their success at the FBS level, uh, now at the college basketball level as well, and they're returning to March Madness. Yeah, they are celebrating in the mountains of West of North Carolina as App State becomes uh, the seventh team. I believe we got seven in now, six or seven in now, to include UNC Greensboro. So it's been kind of a state of North Carolina thing, at least last night it was, with the two more entries into the tournament, Appalachian State with its first bid in 21 years. And then UNC Greensboro has been one of those steadying forces 
in mid-major college basketball over the years. Um, it's Miller time would be the catchphrase for UNC Greensboro. If you want to go way back to the days of those good old television commercials for Miller Beer, it is Miller time in Greensboro, North Carolina before it's ACC tournament time because they got two Millers leading the UNC Greensboro Spartans to the NCAA tournament. Uh, they have their two-time player of the year, defensive player of the year, highlight reel machine, Isaiah Miller. If you watched any of the SoCon final last night or you watched the highlights on SportsCenter, you'll see him plastered all over it with his dunks and spectacular plays. He is the SoCon player of the year and the tourney MVP leading Greensboro back to the big dance. And then their head coach, is Wes Miller who takes them back to the NCAA tournament. And that's a name that if you haven't heard it already, you're going to hear it uh, when jobs come open. will be Wes Miller. He's got uh, Carolina roots, North Carolina. Uh, so there's a, always been a lot of speculation that he could be headed to Chapel Hill at some point. May not be immediately. And who knows how long Roy Williams still has to coach at UNC. Uh, Got to believe that for Wes Miller, there's probably one step in between UNC Greensboro and UNC Chapel Hill as a head coach. But you cannot argue with his success with the Spartans of UNC Greensboro, and they did it again last night. And Miller, Isaiah Miller, uh, had a double-double to win that thing for UNC Greensboro as he had 25 points and 12 rebounds to lead the Spartans to the NCAA tournament. So two more bids. Punch last night, UNC Greensboro beating Mercer, 69-61. That one was chalk. That one was UNC Greensboro as the number one seed, and they really had a pretty easy path, no fault of their own, but the other upsets in the SOCON occurred earlier in the tournament. So they had a little bit of an easier path to the championship. That doesn't mean they didn't sweat any, but they didn't have to play the top seeds, as it turned out, and they wound up beating the number seven in Mercer for the championship. Mercer had a fine year at 18 and 11 overall. Uh, they just ran out of gas. That was one of those situations where they had to win, what, four games in four days. So that was a little bit tough by the time you get down to the, to the final. So uh, UNC Greensboro, as I said, uh, was able to win that thing, and they're back in the NCAA tournament with their victory. Uh, they went uh, in the uh, in the regular season twenty-one and eight, so really respectable. Thirteen and five. They won the conference, and they won the conference tournament. And then the upset was App State over Georgia State, which uh, was the number one seed. So there has one upset last night, and then uh, one favorite winning conference tournament and we got more coming up tonight uh the big one i can tell you that uh even though it doesn't involve a state team it's going to be played here in the state uh commonwealth of virginia because it's in at jmu in harrisonburg and that's the caa championship and you talk about march madness probably no more so in any other conference right now than what happened in the caa and i'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing i'm really not for a mid-major conference like this uh, I think it's neat and it's wonderful if you're Elon, right, Derby Bill? Derby Bill's our proud Elon grad who's been uh, deluging the inbox and the DM and all of that. With all, If you want a nugget on Elon, I got it for you this morning because Derby Bill is providing all of them. He's filling it up for us this morning. Why not? Elon coming out of nowhere. They're 10-8. and eight. They were 4-7 and seven in conference games in the regular season, and they only played 18 games. And here they are. They find themselves in the championship game. They knocked off uh, JMU. They've knocked off Hofstra. And now they get a chance at an NCAA tournament berth against Drexel, which is was 4-5 and five in the CAA and is only 11-7 and seven overall. So they're not exactly getting a headline matchup. I get it. It's fun. It's exciting. It's different. It's what March Madness is built on. For Elon and Drexel, there couldn't be a better day out there than today and the anticipation leading to tonight and the championship game and all of that. But on the big picture kind of thing, when you're a mid-major basketball conference and you put your number six and number eight teams in your conference championship game, eh, across the country that probably doesn't meet with a whole lot of wide-eyed, lots of conversation that kind of thing. Now, one of those teams is going to get to go dancing and could be a Cinderella when we get there. 
and now you got something. But I would think normally you would want a situation where you've got one of your power teams that has an opportunity to win and get into the tournament. I'm not saying they're going to win, but if you could have had, you know, JMU as the number one seed or Northeastern as the number two seed, at least to the championship game. Now, if you get upset in your championship game by a six or an eight seed, yeah, that's something, and that's part of this thing. But to have a six versus an eight, um, I think takes a little bit of the, the shine off. And I don't want to be Debbie Downer on a Tuesday morning feeling pretty good. As I said, the weather's great. College basketball, awesome, all that. Um, but it's it's not exactly the marquee matchup that you were that you were looking for. But congrats to Elon and to Drexel. I love the Drexel thing, being a Philly guy, make no mistake about it. Uh, love the Elon part of it. Know lots of the folks at Elon were actually heading there this weekend hopefully for college football when Richmond plays Elon who knows they could be celebrating going to the NCAA basketball tournament by the time we get down there this weekend and they have the CAA women's tournament at Elon this weekend as well so a lot going on for them like I said it's it's great it's spine tingling time for Elon and Drexel and they'll play it out on uh, national television in their championship game tonight and one of them will be cutting down those nets and they won't care who they beat, or what seed they are. All they're going to know is that they are in the NCAA tournament. All right, so that kind of gets us going. On a Tuesday morning, you knew we were going to start with college basketball. James and I actually had a conversation, kind of a pseudo-production meeting. Imagine that for the sports huddle about what direction to head to start the morning, and there have been plenty of NFL football news and notes, and I do want to get to those obviously headlined by Dak Prescott, and the four-year, $160 million deal that he has inked with the Dallas Cowboys. And we will do that as we move along this morning. Not going to be exclusively to college basketball, but still going to be hot and heavy on it, particularly here in the first hour of the program. And then we'll get into a little bit more of the NFL news and notes, because I also want to touch on the Eagle situation. Yes, I'm going to show my Philly fandom and bias A little bit because it might have been a blip on the radar screen to most people, but the story that surfaced out of Philadelphia that Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, has kind of pulled a Jerry Jones and a Dan Snyder here and is meddling in the football operations. Now, he's got new people all over the place, new uh, head coach, new coaches, offensive coordinator, and he's basically forced their hand and told them Dak Prescott, uh, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts is our starting quarterback. Now, you guys go from there. Go win me a Super Bowl now, but you make Jalen Hurts a starting quarterback. And that's probably what was going to happen, but I'm sure not in favor of an owner meddling in that and coming out and saying it and making it public on a couple of fronts. I think it really does give perception and maybe reality that you have tied the hands of your coaching staff, of your head coach and your offensive coaches, your quarterback coach and your offensive coordinator. And then secondly, who's coming to Philly If they need another quarterback that doesn't have an opportunity to win the job, I just don't get that. In this particular case, um, you know, I'm not sure he's done enough to flat out give him the job on a silver platter. That you could go out and find an NFL veteran quarter and let them compete. Let it be a competition and see what happens, at least until you get later into the summer-fall camp. Then you can make that determination. And you can certainly go in saying Jalen Hurts is – Our starter at the moment, he's number one on the depth chart, but we're going to have some competition and see what happens. You know, this is not Tom Brady we're talking about here. It's not even Dak Prescott we're talking about here, who clearly is the starting quarterback now for the Cowboys. This is Jalen Hurts, who's been there one year, played less than half a season, and you're anointing him as your starting quarterback. I'm not buying into that. I hope it works out, but I'm not buying into it. All right, so I bought into doing more than a little college basketball in our morning brew this morning. So that's what I mean. Those are the directions we will go certainly today and would love for you to be a part of it and interact with us as well as we move along on a Tuesday morning. If you are a regular, you know our numbers. If you're new to the program, we appreciate you coming on board. Hope you'll stick with us, interact with us, and tell your friends about us as well. It's the Sports Huddle, 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM. You can get us online at ESPNRichmond.com. We've got our ESPN Richmond app that's free to download on your mobile devices. And Alexa, we also play ESPN Richmond on that loud and clear. Just say play 
ESPN Richmond. Call us at 804-521-8501, 521-8501, or text us 638-9508. So there you go. There's your morning brew. We brewed it up this morning with a little bit of college basketball and a little bit of NFL chatter. Morning brew brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James 1313 Hull Street. Here are their days and hours, Wednesday through Saturday, from 1 to 8. And then you can check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. they got a great weekly special, the pulled chicken barbecue sandwich, smothered in sauce with a side of coleslaw. At Pig and Brew Barbecue, 1313 Hull Street, just south of the James. Uh, let's focus in now on the Tuesday morning sports huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Opening drive presented by Lexus of Richmond and their invitation to Lexus sales event. It's happening now through March 31st. Through all of March Madness. Great timing, Tom Flood and gang over there. Lexus of Richmond, also proud sponsor of our March Madness, whether we're talking Atlantic 10 tournament or NCAA tournament coverage, which you'll hear here on ESPN Richmond all throughout March Madness. Brought to you by our friends at Lexus of Richmond. Stop by the dealership, 9703 Midlothian Turnpike, or online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. Tuesday morning, we've got our regulars on a Tuesday morning. Bottom of the hour, Norm Wood, Newport News Daily Press. I am guessing he is in Greensboro. Uh, He should be because, as he told us last week, he received approval, rubber-stamped approval, of course, to cover, I guess in this day and age, you never say, of course, for anything. Although, thankfully, the news has been really good of late. Way to go, everybody. Get the vaccine. Stay masked up. Uh, whatever you got to do to stay healthy and keep us moving in the right direction that we can play these tournaments this year. I can't believe it's been a year since we turned around, made a U-turn at the Barclays Center, and didn't play that A-10 tournament. Just unbelievable that it's been a year by the end of this week. In any event, don't take anything for granted, including Norm Wood getting his press credentials for the Greensboro Coliseum and the ACC tournament, but I am very confident that he is there, and he'll talk with us this morning about the ACC tournament, about the all-tourney, I mean, uh, the, the, the regular season selections in the ACC, the all-conference standouts. Uh, of course, Norm gets a vote. It was announced just as we were talking with Caroline Darney yesterday, so we went through it a little bit. We'll dive into it more today. And, of course, the ACC tournament starts today with three games. The high noon game, uh, I beg your pardon, the 2 o'clock game. They'll start at 2 with Pitt and Miami. The 4.30 game is Duke. Yes, it's Duke. And Boston College. And then the night game at 7 is Notre Dame and Wake Forest. And then uh, four more games tomorrow. I would say the highlight of that one right now, because we know the matchup already, is Syracuse and NC State. Clemson will get the Pitt-Miami winner. Louisville gets the Duke-Boston College winner. And North Carolina gets either Notre Dame or Wake Forest. And then the top four seeds won't start until Thursday, of course. Number one, Virginia. Number two, Florida State. Number three, Virginia Tech. And number four, Georgia Tech. So all that coming up with Norm Wood here in a little more than 10 minutes. And then at 9.30, we will get into more NFL talk with Nick Ashew from NBC Sports Washington. We'll talk about the Dak Prescott signing. Uh, Jeffrey Laurie in Philadelphia on Jalen Hurts, Alex Smith being officially released by Washington. That hadn't happened since last Tuesday when we talked with Nick. So all of that coming up with him at 9.30 this morning. Hope you'll be a part of it. Thank you for tuning in. Just about 8.18, Tuesday morning, Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027, ESPN. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update brought to you by Delsum Cough. Seeing an accident this morning on I-95 northbound as you're approaching Bamari Street. That's got us back up a bit down toward Bells Road. Also getting across the Chaco Valley Bridge on I-64. That's a bit tough. The westbound traffic back up through Mechanicsville Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. You could continuously cough for hours on end, or you could take Delsum Cough. Delsum Cough gives you 12 cough relief hours. Visit Delsum, D-E-L-S-Y-M dot com. Uses directed. If you hit it, pass it, dunk it, shoot it, check it, throw it, putt it, or block it, then we're going to talk about it. I like that! I just thought I'd clear that up. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. 
So I was just scrolling through these ACC award winners that were announced uh, literally yesterday morning, just about at this time, maybe a little bit after 9 o'clock yesterday morning when we had Caroline Darney on with us from streaking the lawn, talking some UVA basketball, um, and just kind of hodgepodged and put it together. But again, the first team, all ACC, Moses Wright at Georgia Tech. He was the leading vote getter. Justin Champagny of Pitt. Uh, love what Carleek Jones did at Louisville this year, the grad transfer from Radford, Matthew Hurt from Duke, and Sam Hauser from Virginia. Kind of hard to argue with those five. KV Aluma made second team from Virginia Tech. Jay Huff was on the second team from UVA. And then on the third team, we mentioned this yesterday, Armando Baycott from North Carolina had a really nice year and very deserving of that. And uh, assuming he's sticking around at North Carolina, he will move up beyond third team in the next couple of next couple of seasons. Kihei Clark was a, an honorable mention pick. Interestingly, Tyrese, Tyrese Radford, who obviously didn't play the entire year, was also an honorable mention pick in the ACC. And then with Moses Wright getting the most votes for first team, stand to figure he'd be the player of the year, and he was uh, actually not even close as player of the year. The ACC does a nice job when they put this out. First of all, they do it at the right time at nine o'clock in the morning so we have some breaking news to report to you and secondly they give you the full rundown they give you the vote total all of that so it's all full disclosure in the ACC and Moses Wright was the clear-cut player of the year I just think it's great that Carly Jones again was basically the runner-up he and Justin Champagny from Pitt each had 13 votes whereas Moses Wright had 33 so it was a landslide win there. Likewise, for freshman of the year, Scotty Barnes of Florida State, runaway winner there. Um, the all-defensive team included Jay Huff of Virginia. you got to have at least one Cavalier, as good a defense as they play, you would think. Uh, Jose Alvarado got the most votes for the all-defensive team from Georgia Tech. I think it was Carolina who said it yesterday. He's just a pest. It was just a pest from baseline to baseline. That's a pretty good de- definition of an all-defensive uh, guy in the ACC or anywhere else for that matter. Um, All-freshman team, Caleb Love made the all-freshman team from from North Carolina. And uh, yeah, I saved the best one for last year. Jose Alvarado, as I just said, became the defensive player of the year. He had the most votes there. Matthew Hurt was named the most improved player. And Scotty Barnes, the sixth man of the year award. And then the last one, how good do you feel? I, even if you're not a Tech fan, you got to feel good for Mike Young uh, to be named coach of the year. At Virginia Tech this season, they will be the number three seed. They went through their struggles with COVID-19 pauses as well, and they still persevered through that. He obviously had the off-the-court issues that he had to deal with as well, players uh, that opted out from playing this season, and he kept them together. Leonard Hamilton was second, and Josh Pastner, I thought, might have gotten even a few more votes considering what Georgia Tech did, was third in the coach of the year voting. So one of the reasons I did go through that is that we don't waste the time with Norm Wood and we just dive right into it. You've got all that now, background, all of that, and uh, uh, there you go for the ACC. And I did just get a text, uh, and uh, this was actually, I was, I was, it's kind of funny to be honest with you, uh, because we're thinking on the same page, and now I know why we're thinking on the same page. Because I know who this text is from, but I'm not even gonna not even gonna say it. Well, well, I'm not even gonna read it. I'm just gonna say that I was thinking the same thing, and that is, why don't we have the A10 awards yet? Did I miss something somewhere? Did I, did I like sleep through this or something? But there's been no announcement that I know of. Somebody help me out here in the, in the conference that I spend the most time dealing with. Where is the, where? Why have we not had the Atlantic 10 all conference teams? already announced i assume they're doing it this week and building it up to the championship game on sunday which i get i'm not sure that's how i would have done it because so many teams you know they've put the basketballs away in the atlantic 10 now for most of these teams there's only a few of them that have any possibility of postseason play continuing everybody else has moved on already And, you know, say what you want about us great people in the media, but the media in those cities have kind of moved on as well to something else. And the spotlight is no longer shining on the Atlantic 10. It will again on Sunday, no doubt about that, for St. Bonaventure and VCU. 
But I would have thought when everybody was, you know, there and still playing in Richmond, whether the Siegel Center or the Robin Center, that you would have announced your all-conference teams. And normally, like the ACC, I think you kind of do it right before your conference tournament starts or within your conference tournament. So that hasn't happened in the Atlantic 10. So we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. I assume it is happening one day this week or at the very latest by the weekend so that they kind of marry it up with with the championship game on Sunday, which is 1 o'clock on CBS, number one, St. Bonaventure, and number two, VCU. All right, and I, there was a text on that, uh, although I will say it's an inside source text. But in any event, I was thinking the same thing as I was rattling off the ACC award winners. You know, why have we not gotten the uh, the Atlantic 10 award winners? All right, we'll go back to the ACC in a moment. We're going to take a break, and Norm Wood will join us from the Newport News Daily Press. We'll talk about all those award winners and the bracket in the ACC tournament that starts at 2 o'clock this afternoon, and Norm is in Greensboro as far as I know, so we'll get an eyewitness account from him. He's next on the Sports Saddle. Thank you for tuning in, 99.5-1027 ESPN. The weather's nice, and you're thinking, I've had it up to here with being cooped up in the house. Then get yourself out. And take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push. Top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on the underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on the underdog and select college basketball games, and if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code WXGI for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8-28. Two more teams punched their ticket to the big dance in college basketball last night. App State will be making their first tournament appearance since 2000 with their 80-73 win over Georgia State. Micah Almonese nailed six three-pointers in his team-leading 32-point effort for the Mountaineers. The second team headed to the tournament is UNC Greensboro. The Big South champs marched to a 69-61 win over Mercer and had some help from Isaiah Miller, who put up 25 points and pulled down 12 rebounds. The Washington football team has placed a franchise tag on Brandon Sheriff again. For the second time in as many seasons, Sheriff will make north of $18 million this season, up 20% from the $15 million he collected this past season. The seventh-year offensive lineman out of Iowa has been named to four Pro Bowls in his career, including the last two. Dak Prescott has agreed to a four-year deal worth $160 million with $126 million guaranteed. Prescott signed the largest signing bonus in NFL history, receiving $66 million. The first three years of his deal are worth $42 million a year. He's going to make $75 million a season or next season. The Tennessee Titans are sending their 2020 first-round pick packing 
After a tumultuous short career with the team, Isaiah Wilson, along with a 2022 seventh-round pick, will be shipped to Miami in exchange for a 2021 seventh-round pick. The right tackle out of Georgia only played four snaps on a Titans uniform and ended with him being put on the non-football injury list. In college football, despite the slow start on Saturday afternoon, JMU remains atop. The Stats FCS Top 25 poll received 31 of possible uh, 40 first-place votes. Other schools receiving votes in the Commonwealth include VMI and Richmond. Les Miles' tenure at Kansas has come to an end three days after he was placed on administrative leave amid accusations of inappropriate behavior towards female staffers during his days in the bayou at LSU. Mike DeBoard, who was hired last month as Kansas offensive coordinator, will serve as the program's acting head coach until an interim head coach is determined. In two seasons in Lawrence, Miles went 3-18. and 18. Let's get a check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be mostly sunny and very mild today with highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Dinardo. This report is sponsored by Exergen Accuracy Matters. Earn a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen purchased at any retailer. Accuracy matters. Visit exergen.com. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. Dell's semi-annual sale for business has arrived. Save up to 45% on Dell computers powered by Intel Core processors. Just call 877-ASK-DELL. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel. Hey everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Their app is simple, easy to use. They've got unique, fun bet types like same game parlay and exclusive always on promotions. And if you win, you get your winnings back safely in as little as 24 hours. With FanDuel, I found it's fun to bet with a range of betting options. Whether I want to choose player props, futures, I can find just the bet I want and put it in safely. Sit back and see if I win. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win your first bet. Just place any bet you want whether it's the NBA, college basketball, golf, you name it. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. If you never tried FanDuel Sportsbook before, what are you waiting for? Do what I've done. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up using promo code Mitch so they know I sent you. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is not withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. RVA's best barbecue is at Pig & Brew. Stop by for authentic North Carolina-style barbecue and signature to-go cocktails. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8 p.m. at 1313 Hull Street, south of the chains. Online at pigandbrew.com. Looking for wagering advice or a smarter strategy to pick the NBA or college hoops this weekend? Then tune in to The Fine Line with Joe Wiz. Saturday mornings at 9 on ESPN Richmond. Joe Wiz breaks down the latest trends in the online sports betting industry, shares insights, plus presents his tips and top picks. Catch Joe Wiz each Saturday morning at 9 exclusively on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. Mike Greenberg is now back and part of your morning. Greeny, weekdays at 10, following the Sports Huddle on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. I hope this is accurate or it's going to be accurate within the next few hours because we have been waiting months to say this. We welcome Norm Wood live from Greensboro, North Carolina, or soon to be live from Greensboro, North Carolina. Norm Wood, Newport News Daily Press on our Herbert Allen Hotline, as he is each and every Tuesday morning. Where in the world is Norm Wood this morning, Norm? Hey, Bob, you were right. Soon to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually about to hit the road here, um, which means I may miss uh, early game or two. Uh, but uh, we think we all know this tournament starts on Wednesday. So, <laughs> what? Uh, you don't want to be front and center for Duke's <laughs> appearance on Tuesday in the ACC tournament, Norm? I actually, I actually do want to catch a little bit of that just because <laughs> I am curious to see. That game was pretty close back in January between these two teams. So, um, you know, I, I am I'm a little I'm a little curious about about that one. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it's safe to say uh, everything gets really rolling tomorrow. And then you're resting up because Thursday you get the bookends right. You get Virginia at high noon, 
and then you don't get Virginia Tech until at least 9 o'clock Thursday night. So you're making up for a lot of lost time and missed basketball in an arena this week, my friend. Yeah, it's it's the nightmare scenario for a print guy anyway, but it's a lot of really good basketball uh, to complain about the scenario based on the fact that you know, we've waited a long time for, for this this tournament to, to really get in motion after uh, having it interrupted last year early on there in the quarterfinals. And um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about having a bookend day, to be honest with you. Any major complaints on the all-conference awards? I know it didn't go exactly the way you voted. I saw your vote that you put out there on Twitter to include the player of the year where you, understandably, picked uh, Hauser over Wright, and Wright was the uh, the eventual winner of player of the year. Yeah, I'll be interested. Actually, that, you know, I voted for the um, the Associated Press version of that uh, of, of that those results. So I'm, I'm sorry for that uh, voting, and um, that was the the league vote that came out yesterday, which is the the generally accepted vote. Uh, more people participate in that. The Associated Press votes about 15 people or so, and um, selected by by one of the the, the uh, reporters down in. Um, uh, North Carolina, who collects those votes, but uh, I'll be interested to see how that that turns out and see how it compares to the to the league vote, which included sixty media members and the fifteen coaches. So obviously, that's sort of the, the generally accepted vote. But um, wouldn't be surprised if it's similar. Um, and like you said, I mean, look, there are I I kind of wrote about it last Friday. There are nine guys I thought that could have made first team. Um, and, and as the vote voting turned out, it looked like there was sort of a, a mix of results among eight or nine guys um, that, that made first and second team. Um, and you could have probably switched, you know, thrown them in a hat and, and come up with a, with a five, uh, you know, outside of Moses Wright, which it seems like most people thought based on his um, great last two or three weeks, uh, really pushed him over the top for player of the year. Um, so I wasn't too terribly surprised with the way it turned out. Um, I might have had, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people were, you know, thought Kevin Aluma had, had a chance for first team. I really think he would have been first team if they hadn't played, you know, two games in uh, 32 days or so, 30 days or so there um, in, in February and March. That really hurt him, just, just sort of the, the dormancy of the program, in the, in, you know, in February and March. Uh, dealing with all the quarantine, so, uh, but no, no major complaints. Looking at it, uh, I think I think they did a pretty good job voting. Uh, would you say and agree that the feel-good vote was Mike Young for Coach of the Year? Certainly, uh, Hamilton at Florida State, Passner at Georgia Tech, very deserving candidates. But it just seemed like a, uh, I don't know, a warm and fuzzy vote for what Mike Young has done in the period of time he's done it and what he went through this year with Virginia Tech. No question. I mean, all all three of the guys you mentioned uh, were very deserving. Bob, I mean, they, you know, but but if you look at the fact that from from our standpoint, the media standpoint, there's no question that that Virginia Tech is the most surprising uh, of the teams in terms of, of where they finished, considering they were predicted by media preseason to to finish 11th in the ACC. We're notoriously wrong with these things, and we were wrong again. Um, you know, they finish. Uh, considering Tech finishes third. Um, You know, an argument can be made about that in the fact that Virginia Tech played the easiest schedule in the ACC, um, and it was, you know, made even easier by the fact that they didn't have, you know, they were able to, because of uh, coronavirus issues for both Tech and and outside the program, you know, they, they, they sidestepped Florida State twice, they didn't have to play at UVA. They didn't have to play at NC State. They didn't have to play at UNC. Um, so they 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 avoided some really really challenging games there, where you know they could have racked up quite a few you know more losses uh, theoretically. Granted, they could have won those games, but you know those, those were arguably the toughest games on their schedule. Um, you know, in in the game at UVA and the two against FSU that they were able to uh, sort of avoid there, but. Um, so, granted, no fault of their own. You can't hold that against them. None of these things are are the, are the fault of the of, of the program. Nobody's trying to avoid anybody here. In in, in truth, it's just the way it kind of worked out. But um, 
you know, still, to, to me, I, I like, I voted for Josh Pastner in the AP vote only because I thought that their, you know, 11 and 6 was far more impressive based on who they had to play and who they beat compared to, to, to Tech's 9 and 4. So, uh, but, you know, all any of these guys, three, you know, the three you mentioned, Leonard Hamilton, obviously also uh, very deserving. And it is really difficult to argue with anybody who picks Mike Young, considering, you know, they lost 11 of 13 games to end the season last year and barely finished 500. And to see where they're at right now on the brink of the NCAA tournament, that's a pretty darn fine job. Norm Wood, Newport News, Daily Press on our Herman Allen Hotline talking ACC tournament. Uh, you asked five questions, and I know you have the article up there uh, to read, so I won't go through all of them or ask you to divulge the whole article, but I, a couple of them really did intrigue me that I want to chat with you about before we, we let you go and get on the road down there to Greensboro. You can check it out, dailypress.com slash sports. Um, who is ticked off, motivated, going into this week and can use that energy? I have a team in the back of my mind, but I would kind of love to hear what you thought about your question there. Well, I mean, I think the obvious pick for most is going to be Florida State, just the way that the, the thing ended uh, with the loss to Notre Dame and the fact that you know they they had a chance to they had a chance to to get a little closer to potentially a number two seed in the NCAA tournament if they you know roll through uh, or maybe even better you know if you can make an argument um, you know to, if they could you know could have finished the job and won the ACC regular season and then plowed through the ACC tournament, then you can make a real argument for, you know, at, at least a number two seed, maybe even better. But um, at this point, that, you know, that those kinds of thoughts are probably on the back burner for a team that now has sort of some unfinished business after, you know, last season, they had a Final Four worthy team. They won the ACC regular season, and then they were really, really primed to go into the ACC tournament. And they got they didn't get to play a game obviously they were they were warming up for their game when the world sort of stopped for for all sports there for a while so um i think they've really got a chip on their shoulder based on the way that the, the, how this season ended how or i'm sorry how this regular season ended and how last season ended um and and, and now they got a lot of those guys back they're far more mature um and and i think they're kind of well equipped for the postseason too the way leonard spreads minutes between those teams I, Georgia Tech is another team. They've sort of got this us-against-the-world us type feel with, again, another really mature team, you know, four seniors and a junior uh, who really know how to play and, have, you know, have never been in the NCAA tournament. They're going to get their chance uh, this year, it certainly appears. But, you know, it's a team with six straight wins, granted against, you know, four of those wins have come against the bottom half of the ACC, but they're really hot right now. Uh, NC State's another team that's really hot with five straight wins. Granted, another team that's got a lot of wins against the bottom half of the ACC during that three, four of them, I think, out of the five, uh, or against the bottom half of the ACC. But, you know, those three teams in particular, I think, are teams that are really, really primed to go, and FSU probably has the biggest chip. I'm a little worried, Norm, because normally we're pretty close to being on the same page, and you've gone three, four teams deep, and you didn't even mention the one that I awesome. was thinking of. there you go. So, so tell, me, tell me I'm crazy here, but I'm going Louisville. Um, okay. I just I just think they started so great at the beginning of the year. What were they, eight or nine and one, something like that. Then the wheels kind of come off, and then they have the COVID pause, and then they get to the last week of the season that should be a big week for them, and they lose the Virginia Tech game to the pause, and then Virginia comes in their house and beats them on the last day of the regular season. So there's my logic why I'm taking Louisville as my team that's ticked off. Oh, I don't. I, I think that's totally reasonable, especially considering Carlick Jones is going to be in an, probably a little bit of a foul mood after the way he played in that game too. Shot two of fifteen from the floor, um, did not put up the statement that he probably would have liked to have put up when people were starting to vote for Player of the Year at that point, and he was sort of in that conversation. So, um, yeah, that's a guy that's probably super motivated. A team that probably people aren't looking at an awful lot, and they probably should because they played really well. They've overcome two week-and-a-half-plus-long breaks to get to where they're at, where they're a lock to make the NCAA tournament, is Clemson. Clemson, yeah. Clemson is really well-equipped in the backcourt, play really good defensively, which I think you have to play in the, in the postseason to advance. because uh, And they hold on to the ball. They don't turn the ball over an awful lot. They've got a lot of nice elements to, to that, that, that can uh, sort of prepare them well for the, for the postseason. 
All right, this one intrigues me a little bit, and then we'll do one more after that, and we'll let you get on the road. Can the Hokies afford to lose if they happen to play Notre Dame or Wake Forest? Uh, what's the uh, motivation behind that one, Norm? Look, I don't – listen, I, it is really going to be – you're going to have to have a really convincing argument to, to keep Virginia Tech out of the NCAA tournament at this point. I'll just put that out there. But – Considering the fact that this is going to be the third game they've played in 34 days this coming Thursday, uh, you don't really know what you have with this team right now. I'm sure Mike Young wonders what he has with this team, how motivated they are. You know, there's no momentum whatsoever in the program at this point. Um, a lot has to happen, first of all, for Notre Dame or Wake Forest to even get to that game. They got to beat, you know, they they have to beat A. They play each other, so they got to win that game. Then they got to beat UNC. So then they got to play Virginia Tech, obviously, in, in a, on the you know in a third day. So I just think if they if, if Tech stubbed its toe against either one of those two teams, it at least uh, increases the tension a little bit on Sunday for Virginia Tech because I've seen most of the seeding projections have them as an eight or a nine right now, um, which is comfortably I'd say in the tournament for sure. They're in that 42, 43 range, I think. If I'm not mistaken, in net, I didn't look at it this morning. Um, so they're comfortably in the tournament right now. I just think that to put all of this to rest and sort of build some momentum moving forward, it would be helpful to win at least a game in the AZC tournament, especially if it's against an upset-minded Notre Dame-Wake Forest-type team. But again, I don't think either one of those two is going to get past UNC. Um, even if Tech lost one of the, you know, against one of those two teams, again, it would be very, very difficult to see them not making the NCAA tournament. But it at least puts a little bit of doubt in their minds if they did lose that game uh, against one of those two teams going into Sunday. Uh, just take care of business. That's all it takes if you play one of those two teams. All right, and you probably think I'm going to ask your last question to you to wrap this thing up, but I'm not. Norm's last question is, who's going to win the whole damn thing? Well, my answer normally to that would be buy a ticket and find out. Now, you can't buy too many tickets now, so sit in front of your TV and you'll find out who's going to win this thing as they play through it. So more importantly, Norm Wood, where's the go-to spot in Greensboro, and are you and the gang going to be able to get there with beautiful weather this weekend and places opening up and doing more business man i hope so i mean i every year we try to make a stop or two by possibilities which is a very very popular spot down there for uh, it's got an acc feel and ownership has connections with the acc and uh, they're sort of extended family of the acc and it's it is really really a fun spot for for media and, and some some coaches stop assistant coaches and stuff stop by every now and again. It's just a, a fun spot to grab a really good meal. You got a fun wine bar there and all that. So hopefully, got my fingers crossed that we'll be able to pop in there and and see what's going on. And and uh, there's a there's usually a fun bar or two next to it. And um, you know I you know, I don't know what the scene is like down there. And hopefully the weather's supposed to be nice. I know that we're supposed to have. You know, low 70s and, and I think upper 50s and low 60s at night. So that sounds like good patio social distancing type stuff to me, you know. So um, open the windows up and, and maybe invite some people in. I Granted, I don't want to be spending an awful lot of time in, a, in close quarters with anybody indoors in any of these places. But it does sound like the type of chance you can get outside and, and, and hang out and, and talk about the tournament where, you know, eight, nine, ten teams could, could, could win this thing. It's as wide open as I've ever seen it. Sounds like an awfully good time. I had ulterior motive there, too, because I will be passing through Greensboro this weekend, not for basketball, but for football. Richmond right. Elon on Saturday, and my son is in Greensboro, so we're going to get out somewhere and awesome. experience some of the ACC flavor. So you've given me a place for him to take me this weekend if we can get in there. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, hit up possibilities. It's fun, man. I wrote it down. Norm, safe travels. Look forward to your reports from down there in Greensboro, dailypress.com slash sports, and look forward to you wrapping it up for us next Tuesday. Yeah, safe travels to you too, Bob. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Norm. Norm Wood, Newport News Daily Press. What a great job he does, whether he's 
typing it out on his computer or whether he's talking with us about it. Either way, uh, he knows the ACC inside and out, really, whether it's football or basketball. Or we'll even get in some college baseball once we get deeper into the spring. I know that's a passion of his as well. And who knows, maybe I'll run into him down there in Greensboro this weekend. Probably not. He'll probably be inside the Greensboro Coliseum most of the weekend. Anyway, Norm Wood presented on our ESPN Richmond Guest Hotline, brought to you by Herm- Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. You know them. They've been serving the Richmond community for over 50 years. Call them 247-804-746-5853. That's 746-5853 or online at hermanallenplumbing.com. Right at 850 on 950 on your AM dial, 99.5-1027. On the FM side, we are ESPN Richmond. This is the Sports Huddle. ESPN Richmond Traffic. This traffic update is sponsored by Mattress Warehouse's Clean Shop Promise. A wreck on the right shoulder, 95 northbound as you're coming up on Damari Street. That's got us back up to about Bells Road this morning. Earlier crash on Hungary Road at Francistown Road. That's now cleared. There's still some pretty busy traffic in the area. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Save up to 50% on almost everything right now at Mattress Warehouse. Plus get 0% interest financing for 60 months and free delivery on all orders over $7.99. Sleephappens.com. Just like you, we're all about sports. And the things that make sports great, like beer and wings. Where Richmond turns for the most local sports. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. People spent more time than ever on their lawns last year. At Virginia Green, we've seen lawns used as home offices, hair salons, even movie theaters. Hey, can you pass the popcorn? It's more than a lawn. And with Virginia Green making it healthy, vibrant, and beautiful, you can do more with it. For 17 years, we've satisfied our customers by making local lawns look their best. Make your yard the star of the show. Shh. Visit virginiagreen.com for your free estimate today. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Here's the good news. Even with high unemployment, there's still a need for hundreds of thousands of cybersecurity professionals in the U.S. right now. And my computer career is training people to help meet the demand. No IT experience? No problem. Take the free career evaluation today at mycomputercareer.edu. Start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Grants covering up to 53% of the cost are available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Uh, sure, the players bring some skill to the game, but if I don't put them in my lineup, who cares? Not me. I'm Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM and league runner-up two of the last nine years. I use the progressive Name Your Price tool with options based on my budget. And for a guy that's used to being in control, it fits. Like this runner-up t-shirt. Champ gets a trophy, but you can't wear a trophy. Boom. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tonight at 10, 9 central on ABC. A show by black people for all people about the black experience in America. It's time to go there. Soul of a Nation. Millions watch the groundbreaking premiere. And now tonight, a powerfully great new hour hosted by Marseille Martin with a stunning exclusive musical performance by her. Tonight at 10, 9 central on ABC. 
This is Common, and I hope you'll watch Soul of a Nation. I'll be watching. Hey, Richmond, this is Mike Greenberg, and we're your home for Championship Radio with Central Virginia's most play-by-play year-round, 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. A couple of quick things, and they kind of tie together before we get you to the top of the hour off of the end of our conversation with Nick, with Norm Wood and also from some scrolling on Twitter this morning. So obviously we got a little giddy at the end there talking about places that Norm might go in Greensboro and do some socializing and have some downtime at the ACC tournament and try and make it like the fabulous event that it is, the ACC tournament, particularly in Greensboro, its road routes, Tobacco Road, all of that, and just how much you can now get out. And we know the news is trending good and the vaccines and the numbers are down and, and all of that is great, but everybody's warning you, don't let your guard down. And I wasn't for a minute there suggesting that we were all going to do that and we we're all going to pile into some great restaurant and watering hole although i will say being able to sit outside with the weather being nice there's nothing much better than that anytime but particularly now when everybody's been cooped up for so long and all of that um man i could see myself doing that this weekend at some point just sitting outside and kicking back and relaxing down there in that triad area in greensboro and going to all of that but but we do. You can't can't let your guard down. And I just happened to scroll through some tweets. And uh, Harry Minium, who works at Old Dominion, a great uh, reporter uh, in his day in the newspaper business, and now still churning out great material for Old Dominion University, quoted Jeff Jones. And apparently, as they get set for the Conference USA tournament, he was asked about the relaxed COVID restrictions. And Jeff Jones, who's, who's one of my favorite guys and favorite coaches in the Commonwealth, quote, not to get up on a soapbox, but I think it's silly for politicians or whomever to think because things are going good that all of a sudden now we don't have to worry about COVID. Take that as your sports warning right there. Heed that advice from a non-politician but a basketball coach, sounding like both a basketball coach and a concerned citizen all in the same breath and that really jumped out at me particularly on the heels of that conversation and the last tidbit i'll give you before nine o'clock in case you didn't hear and we have been reporting it a caa football game has already been postponed now because of covid19 testing and protocols and that's the william and mary james madison game scheduled for saturday in harrisonburg as a result of what's happened in the jmu program so it could hit anybody at any time and uh unfortunately that's going to create a little bit of chaos in the caa because they don't have any wiggle room really to make up these games and of course from my perspective and richmond's perspective and russ huseman's perspective now you got to worry a little bit and keep your eye open on what's happening at elon because elon was the team that played james madison on saturday So you just wonder if there will be any contact tracing effect or any positive test effect, any trickle-down effect to Elon that could impact the Richmond at Elon game. I'm kind of putting the cart before the horse there, and I hope it doesn't happen. But I can tell you it's not just in the back of my mind because I already talked with somebody yesterday who kind of said the same thing after hearing that news. So don't let your guard down so we can play these games, whether it's college football or the basketball tournaments, uh, which we certainly want to watch all week, weekend, and through March unfold. So just kind of tying those couple of things together as both sports stories and a public service announcement for all of us. That's what we do here at ESPN Richmond. We also take a break at the top of the hour. James Flowers has our Sports Center update. little football talk on the other side. We'll kick it off with that in the 9 o'clock hour to get you going on a Tuesday before we get back to the college hoops talk 858 on the sports huddle 99.5 1027 fm 950 am appreciate you being with us this morning this is espn richmond lexus of richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility tens of thousands of happy lexus owners would agree the reimagined lexus of richmond has a cafe new showroom spacious customer lounge enclosed service lane and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. 
Before you settle in to watch the game, don't forget to place your one-game parlay at BetMGM. One-game parlay is an exciting feature designed to help you make selections within a single game from over 400 bet types, including team and player props. Hi, I'm Matt Josephs. Log into your BetMGM account and raise the stakes for a chance to win big. One-game parlay is the fast and easy way to make your same-game win total and prop picks. New to BetMGM? Sign up today and make every play of every game matter more than ever. You can make one-game parlay bets on soccer and NBA games with more sports coming soon. Go ahead and take your favorite player to score, the home team to cover, and the over and points for the star power forward. Log in today or download the BetMGM app.